He's Christian. He's Jimmer. We are two PTs and, and a, a bag, bag of chips. Today's bag episode, chips. we're going over rotator cuff injury. And we're also going to be reviewing Trader Joe's turkey stuffing and seasoned kettle chips. All the flavors of Thanksgiving in each potato chip. I got to tell you, they tried because it looks like a feast. It does. I mean, you can smell it from here. We, we have the bag open already. If I had a smellification, I would be able to smell it. Smellification. That would be cool, too. I've been low on the smellification lately. Smellification. That's like the Richie Rich thing. You ever see that with Macaulay Culkin back in the day? Sure haven't. Well, the smell of the Smellinator 5000 saved them because then they smelled TNT, which they threw at the window. Gotcha. So his parents didn't die. He was the dude from Home Alone. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. We, we digress. I was going to say the same thing. We digress. Weird. That is so weird. He sent that viet. So rotator cuff incidents. I mean, fairly high. 70% of the population has a full thickness tear. The kinda, good news. It's kind of like the uh, kind of like the discs. Kind of like the, the discs. The slipped discs, right? Yeah, your discs can't slip, but that's you, a whole other story. Yeah, you can have a rotator cuff tear, and it's completely asymptomatic. And this uh, grossly affects... The population as it ages. So individuals over 60 years of age make up 30% uh, or 30% of 60-year-olds 60, 60 or older have a rotator cuff tear. Under 60, it's only about 6%. Okay. If I said that correctly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. This is definitely something that, that we see more in the aging population. Some of that might have to do with the fact that there could be some postural incidences, and as we tend to slouch a little bit more, and we have a type 1 or type 2 acromion that creates impingement, that could dig into the rotator cuff and just gradually fray away at it, which eventually leads to a partial tear and then to a full thickness tear. That acromion type is basically a, a little hook or a slightly bigger hook, so it almost acts to kind of carve into it. It's almost like a nail carving into a rope. Eventually, with that kind of friction over time, it's going to tear it. It will. Uh, the worst case scenario here is if you're over 80, then 80% of the population has a rotator cuff tear. Yeah, and that one is, is probably more along the lines of, of it could be asymptomatic. You could mm -hmm. have a pretty functional shoulder but have a rotator cuff tear on an MRI diagnosis. Yeah, so non-symptomatic tears, the, the incidence isn't quite known. They suspect it to be at least 50% of the rotator cuff population really so just about everybody probably has a non-symptomatic tear of some sort yep. uh, when you're 14 and you play tackle football and you hurt your shoulder one day you may have slightly torn it and now you're a 37 year old guy and you still have a tear in there and generally we don't look for things if they don't cause you problems right but now if you wake up one morning after lifting heavy weights or helping your buddy move and your shoulder hurts you go in get an mri and lo and behold you have a rotator cuff tear Surgery right away, right? Yeah. That's what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. You got to get that fixed. No, that's not the case. No, you don't. You don't have to get that fixed. No. I mean, in most cases, we can settle symptoms related to rotator cuff injury down. I mean, you can have a tendonitis, you can have a tendinosis, you can have a partial tear. The only time we really see big issues is when you have a full tear. And in those cases, it's usually not painful. So depending on the population, again, if, if you don't need the strength and you're perfectly happy doing your day-to-day -day life, you don't need to have surgery on that. Correct. The biggest issue probably comes when it affects the, the way that your shoulder moves, right? So if now all of a sudden you have to 
compensate and fire your upper trap, your neck muscles to get your shoulder to go above a certain point could become a, a potential issue down the road. But no, if you if you are asymptomatic and you can do anything that you want to do, you can play golf and you can participate in normal society uh, and ADL activities, no need to have it surgically fixed. So the, uh, the basis here is you know, treatment is based on clinical findings, not on imaging. Exactly. That's a so, big one. So that's that the is big, a big, the big one. takeaway. Also, there's pretty much no correlation between dominant and non-dominant uh, rotator cuff tear. So we can see it. You mean dominant and non-dominant arm? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So if you're right-handed, you're not more likely to have a right-handed rotator cuff tear. You may just be more likely to notice it. Correct. Yeah, because you, you clearly use that arm more. So if you have pain, you would be more noticeable. That makes sense. Yes, and as far as PT is concerned, you know, we, we're focusing on several things. We focus on mechanics, so make sure that if you have an impingement that affects your rotator cuff, we, uh, we address that. So posture, thoracic extension, scapular stability, those type of things. And if there's a lot of pain, we'll focus on inflammation and pain control. And eventually, we'll hope to settle the pain down, send you home with some exercises to improve scapular stability, which in return will improve your rotator cuff condition and health. Absolutely. I mean, the biggest issue with a rotator cuff injury is probably instability in the shoulder, which leads to all that secondary stuff, shoulder elevation, upper trap, levator scapula pain, and in other cases, nerve irritation or just general inflammation, which is impingement. And so that can be treated by a doctor, but typically only with medication. So oral steroids, horocorticosteroid injection. The injection is big, yeah. And I got to say that a lot of times that this is an area where corticosteroid injections tend to be really effective, um, especially if you have an acute problem. So an acute rotator cuff tendon, uh, inflammation, or a subacromial bursitis, those tend to respond well to corticosteroids. And in this particular case, the cortisone acts predominantly as a diagnostic tool. And so if your symptoms go away, then we know your pain is a result of inflammation. I mean, corticosteroids reduce inflammation. That's what they do. Yep. And so if it works, then your pain was from inflammation and not from the tear itself or from other issue related to that potential tear. Correct. So uh, a lot of people do that, have an injection, you know, at some point in their life, 25 years later, like it's the same thing. They go have the injection again, and this time it fails. Now you have a better idea that the function is limited and it's probably not related to inflammation and irritation. Yep. Could be a, a, either a larger tear or there could be some other degeneration going on in your shoulder. And so that's where that whole shoulder mechanics comes in. If you have a, a large rotator cuff tear and you change the way your shoulder works, um, it doesn't function as properly, it doesn't move as properly, you're going to end up with secondary arthritis later down the road. Uh, it's kind of like uh, when you don't have an ACL and you don't stabilize the knee properly, you're going to irritate the cartilage and that's going to give you uh, an increased likelihood of developing osteoarthritic changes. So that, that might be why, you know, 15, 20 years later, you end up with similar pain in the shoulder, and this time it does not respond to an injection. I think that sums up rotator cuff injury pretty well here. I think it does. So we have trivia from last week. That was a good one. So the question is, what is the significance of the 38th parallel in the United States of America? Do you want to go? Should I there, go? There's, there's, like we said, there's two answers. Uh, one answer is... It's the northern border of three states. Oklahoma. New Mexico. And Arizona. There you have it. And those states obviously have a straight northern border. It's a straight line. And it follows the 38th 
parallel. 37th parallel. Well, whatever number. Yeah. And then uh, it's also the Mason-Dixon line, which is... Uh, That's well known, especially if you're from the South. If you're from America, you should probably know about the Mason-Dixon <laughs> yeah. line. I, I bet you that more people in Europe know what the Mason-Dixon line is then. You think? Yeah, I think most people in the South think it's where they invented the jars. You know the Mason jars? Oh, those are yeah, good jars. Yeah, Mason-Dixon, he was a we dude who invented jars. We had ball Mason jars here in... Uh, where is that? Loveland? Longmont? Yeah. Winfield? I don't know. Boulder? Is it Boulder? Maybe. Yeah. I is heard they don't make glass anymore. They just make cans. Yeah. Probably because it's um, environmentally correct. Yeah. I thought glass would be better, but who knows? But that I was know. a good trivia question. Good Thank question. you again to uh, Mr. John Parker. Yes. Thank you, John Parker. And there's no pause between John and Parker. It's John Parker. It's one word all stuck together. Yes. So the new question for this week, what is the only sea without any coasts? Yeah, that one is good. I love that one. So it's a sea within the sea. It's a sea within a sea. If it doesn't have a coastline. I will give you one hint. Its borders are made up by sea currents. Yeah, that didn't help one bit, did yeah, it? Yeah, well, you know. No, that so, was a useless hint. Oh, there you have it. Well, that's a good... So send those uh, send those answers. No matter if you're wrong or right, you got to keep those answers coming. We love the fact that you guys are sending these in. And we won't make fun of you if they're wrong. It's 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 not about being right or yeah. wrong. It's about participating. It's all it's like, about participation. Yeah, it's like getting a, a ribbon. Maybe I'll prompt... Um, this next week with, with what could be the fun answer to questions. Yes. Yeah, I don't so, know what that means. Well, like in, on, my, on the Twitters and the Instagrams, I'll, I'll do a day where we just ask the trivia question. Okay. Yeah, we'll I like that. see what our responses are. I see. You prompt. Because we've been sticking to too much, you know, PT material. Maybe we need to expand to some more trivia material yeah. on, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. On, on the, the Insta, Insta Twitter. On the Insta Twitter feed. The snap face. Yes. Loving it. Should we do chips? It is chip time. These look good. So, Trader Joe's turkey stuffing in seasoned kettle chips. All the flavors of Thanksgiving. Let's try and see if we can get some Thanksgiving flavors. Hmm. I mean, they smell like stuffing. I love their look. They look like really. I like the, when the chips are a little darker. It's a good solid chip. Yeah. I mean, it's a hearty they're, chip. They're very crunchy. I'm trying to place. It, it tastes more like herbs. It's, Maybe it's, that's what it is. It's the seasoning. I mean, the, the stuffing is a very seasoned product. Usually, I think you put in. There's something on there that I can't place. Like almost like fennel or... Fennel? Yeah, fennel? You know fennel? You think that's fennel? I don't think that's fennel. I don't know. I'm trying to... There's definitely onion in there. I think yeah, we've got... Yeah, maybe a... that's what it is. It's onion. Is it like parsley, maybe? Hmm. I'm not getting fennel from it. I'm not getting Thanksgiving. Not getting things in it. Well, it's no. stuffing flavor, so. No, turkey. There should be, should be turkey flavor. Are you tasting turkey? I'm not tasting turkey. No. No, I'm not tasting turkey. I'm not um, tasting turkey. Chip to air ratio is 45%. Pretty, pretty yeah. decent. Uh, it's a very skinny, tall bag, a uh, seven ounce bag. Hmm. Um, they're okay. I, yeah, no, I, I don't mind the chips. I just don't, I'm not getting Thanksgiving. No. I'm going to give them a one thumb. Yeah. And that's just for, for like crunch and for shape and, and thickness. Yeah, that's not so, for flavor. Crunch. So, um, yeah, one thumb. One huh. Thumb. Well, guess who gets to take that bag home? Me? That's right. Okay. Well, thank you for listening today. Next week, we're going to be going over fall prevention and balance-related activities. Uh, this was a request from one of our uh, longtime patients, Marianne. Marianne. Yep. So that that's a great a great suggestion. So we'll do... Fall prevention, and then we'll do 
Maybe. Sun chips. Sun chips. Harvest cheddar. Maybe we'll. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're on the list. We have to do that. So it's tight. We just got to get it out of the way. Yeah, sun chips. Trust me, we don't have to. Uh, anyone looking for more information about us, physical therapy in general, or the show, check out the website, reboundclinic.com. If you like the show today, give us a five star review. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.